Come, Holy Spirit, come. So fill each part of our lives, our heads, our hearts, and our bodies, that our hearts beat with your sacred rhythm. Amen. A happy and joyous Pentecost to you all. It's good to be gathered here on this day, today, when we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit, descending as tongues of fire on those very first Christians. Many people refer to this as the beginning of the church, and hence we celebrate the birthday of the church today. And while this commemoration of a historical event is cause for joy, this year, Pentecost takes on a very different character. I don't know about each of you, but for me, this past year of desert dryness, of challenging struggles, of not knowing what's going to happen or even if we are safe or how to be safe, lends a new fervor to my words as I cry out even more enthusiastically, come, Holy Spirit, come. I wonder if this deep longing in the midst of so much uncertainty is similar to what the disciples felt 2,000 years ago. They had come together in Jerusalem for the festival of Shavuot, the festival where the first fruits of the harvest were offered to God in the temple. This is one of the three festivals where it was required for people to travel to Jerusalem. And being observant Jews, they gathered there together. I wonder what they were feeling that day. There must have been a lot of familiarity. They would have attended this festival previously. They would have known the prayers. They would have known which psalms are sung. It would have been a pattern that resonated within themselves. But simultaneously, there would have been a strangeness, an unfamiliarity. You see, the man who had made all these religious acts take on new meaning for them was gone. Jesus had ascended to heaven ten days previously, and they were walking through this holiday without him. It must have been strange, this play between familiarity and unfamiliarity reminds me of us today. We are engaging in very familiar practices. We know the prayers that we are praying. We know the hymns that are being sung, but those of us gathered here aren't seeing the hymns. We're wearing masks. We are distanced from each other. There's familiarity and unfamiliarity at the same time, and it's a little disconcerting. I think it's in a space like this that we find the disciples this morning. As we heard in the gospel that was just read, Jesus had promised to send the advocate, the spirit of truth to them. But I wonder if they just didn't even try to understand what this would mean. Because so many of Jesus' teachings they didn't understand. They didn't get that he was going to die. They were shocked when he was raised from the dead. 
And those of us that read back now are like, it was so obvious, how didn't you see it? I imagine that perhaps they had this promise in mind, but they weren't sure of what to make of it. And in that moment of craving a lost presence, the Holy Spirit descends on them and infuses every part of their bodies, every part of their soul. And full of this life-giving force, they begin to proclaim the good news in many languages so that all could hear of Christ's work. It must have been quite the moment, such a dramatic change from uncertainty to clarity, from despair to hope, from feeling empty to feeling full of the divine, a complete infusion of the divine, satiating the hunger for God and giving them purpose and direction. I think this is why this particular day of Pentecost feels particularly welcome. If we ever needed a fresh outpouring of the Spirit, it is now. Of course, the Holy Spirit is always with us, but there are moments and times when we become filled with the Spirit just as the disciples were those millennia ago. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone and said something and you don't know where it came from, but it touched them and it spoke to them? Or maybe there was an action that you just felt like you had to do and it meant a lot to someone and you don't know where that urge came from. The filling of the Holy Spirit. And so this morning, we fervently ask, Come, Holy Spirit, come. We crave a fresh infusion of the Spirit. For the one who could come only when Jesus left the earth, the Holy Spirit, the Advocate. That's what Jesus calls him in the Gospel of John. And this Greek word here, parapitos, means helper or advocate. Someone who's always present to assist us in what we need. Somebody who is willing to speak up on our behalf. The one who connects us to the divine, who makes the sacred present felt in ourselves right where we are. The one who gives us words and understanding. In our second lesson this morning, in Paul's words to the Church of Rome, he writes, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we don't know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what it is like the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. I think this is what it means to have the Spirit as our advocate who bridges the gap between God and ourselves. God comes to us, God within us. When we don't know how to proceed, whether it is prayer or worship or living life, the Spirit takes up ourselves and helps us make the connections, advocating on our behalf. Praying this past year has been difficult for me. Not being together, not being grounded in our regular rituals, 
and experiencing the liturgy that feeds us throughout the week as I am used to, as we are accustomed to, has been hard. And I have needed to help her be advocate more than ever. There are too many things to pray for. Too much that weighs on our hearts. There are so many people affected by COVID, by death, by not having a job. And then there's still so much hunger in the world, so much need. And then we look at violence around the world, and it seems to be erupting continuously. How do we pray for all of these things? How do we put these into coherent sentences? But the Spirit makes up the difference completes our thoughts, makes our desires known. The Holy Spirit, the one we're also told, is the Spirit of truth. Jesus says to the disciples, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. I think for all of us, for honest, there have been moments over the past year when we have felt lost. Lost in a sea of unknowing, unsure of how to make sense of what we're experiencing, or what to even do with what we're experiencing. How do we make meaning of all that's going on, of all the fear, of living in daily uncertainty? How do we understand our place in a world that's rapidly changing, spinning so quickly that it can make us dizzy? How do we understand where God is? and what God is saying to us in these moments. Too many questions and not enough answers. And this fuels our hunger for the Spirit of truth. Lost in not knowing, not knowing how to move forward. This is a question that comes up in so many of our lives. How are we going to be as individuals? How are we going to be as a faith community in a year from now, in five years from now, in 50 years from now? How do we follow the divine path when all of our maps are altered or we can't see clearly enough to read it? This is when we step out in faith and the spirit of truth will guide us into all truth. There is joy in that. There is hope in that. And this is what we need now. This is what we crave today. The spirit of truth, the advocate, the helper. And so we gather on this feast of Pentecost and cry with one voice, Come, Holy Spirit, come. The good news is that God hears. God pours out the Spirit lavishly and without reserve as God did 2,000 years ago. And in this, we find direction, hope, peace, an abiding companion along the way. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Amen.